This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. So where do you fall on the whole pumpkin spice fall thing? Because I am discovering that I'm not a fan. I am not a pumpkin spice person. I have zero (laughs) desire to have anything pumpkin spice. Bread, coffee, ice cream, none of it. Yeah, I found some pumpkin spice gluten-free bagels, and I was just like, I tried one. No, big no for me. Yeah, I'm with you there. Hi, and welcome to Happier in Hollywood, the podcast about how to be happier, healthier, saner, more creative, more successful, and more productive in a backbiting, superficial, chaotic, unpredictable, fundamentally insane world. I'm Sarah Fain, a TV writer and producer living in Ojai, right outside of LA, and with me is my high school friend and writing partner, Liz. That's me, Liz Craft. On this podcast, we talk about being writers in Hollywood, how we balance a career and friendship, and how to survive the war of attrition that is life in Los Angeles. In today's episode, we're going to talk about why we just cleared our whiteboards, and I've got a hypnosis-related take a hike. Then I have a bomb for myself, and Sarah has a hit for her amazing stepmom. And finally, this week's Hollywood hack is a callback to a previous hack, but double. (laughs) But first, Sarah, we have an update. There are still a lot of people in Puerto Rico who don't have power or water after Hurricane Fiona, and a lot of people who are going to have to completely rebuild their lives. So we asked Rosalind Sanchez, who is not just the star of Fantasy (laughs) Island, but is also from Puerto Rico, to recommend some organizations that are currently on the ground working to make things better. And Roz sent us a great list, including some animal rescue organizations. So we are going to put that list in our show notes. Check them out at happierinhollywood.com. And this is episode number 281, and that list will be there. Yes, and we specifically wanted to highlight an organization called Acercambio. That's H-A-S-E-R-C-A-M-B-I-O. Their website is acercambio.org. And if you donate to them, 100% of your donation goes to the groups and communities they serve in the aftermath of Hurricane Fiona. So that's where I will be donating as soon as we are done recording this podcast. (laughs) Yes. Okay, Sarah, it is time for From the Treadmill Desk of, in which we discuss what's most pressing in our work psyches. And this week, it's clearing the whiteboard. So Can't even believe it. Explain. <laughs> okay. So in our last episode, episode 280, we declared, we were like, what should we be doing right now? And we decided that the best use of our time was to do nothing until October 15th. Just be in vacation mode, relax, get other things done. Well, so much for that. Of course, immediately after this declaration, something comes up. We're erasing our whiteboard. We're diving in. Yes, it's a new project, full steam ahead. 
So we are kind of entering back in, not kind of, I guess I should say, we are pedal to the metal entering back into a work phase. Yes. Now we knew this was coming. We sort of saw one project before us, but then something else came up that I think is going to have a tight time frame, And that's why the urgency to clear the whiteboard. Yes. I mean... That moment when I started spraying my whiteboard with the whiteboard cleaner and getting out the rag, it's intense. Like, I have months of my life there on the whiteboard. I had every episode of Fantasy Island, the A story, the B story, little notes about each one there so I could refer to them quickly erasing that is it kind of gave me both a sick feeling and a really <laughs> excited feeling. Now, Sarah, I should mention that none of this means that we do not have every intention of also doing season three of Fantasy Island. Yes. But, you know, we have to wait for it to get a green light and who knows how long that takes. And in the meantime, because it's Hollywood, we don't just sit around and hope. We have to act. Yes. Um, the hustle so never ends. The hustle never ends. But yeah, it is the blank slate, the blank yeah. whiteboard. It's, it's kind of profound because it's we know that we have to fill it up. I think that's yeah. the dread part, right? Well, and also the like, we're saying yes. goodbye to season two, season two, which we're very invested in and love. And there's a sadness in not looking at the board and being like, oh, yeah, episode seven, this episode 13, this. Yeah. But yeah, it's also now everything is just all potential. Yes, which is exciting. Yeah. But what's funny is how quickly we just shift gears. I mean, yes. after having our long protracted discussion, and I guess this goes to we know what we need to know when we need to know it, and we should yes. trust that. What was right. funny to me, Sarah, about the situation was after all of our debate about should we work, <laughs> should we not work, should we be doing a book, should we be doing this, should we be doing that, this decision to kind of, okay, clear the whiteboard, dive in, we had zero discussion about. Right. <laughs> we were, it was like mind melds. Yeah. We knew, both of us, exactly what we were going to do. You started saying, okay, I have to move this. I was like, I'll cancel that. <laughs> and it wasn't even a conversation. It just No, exactly. Happened. Diane called, our manager, Diane Fraser called. She was like, well, there's this thing. And, and we just like, boom, immediately. Yeah. Now, what I will say is I wish we could tell everyone what these mysterious projects slash projects are, but unfortunately, we really can't until it's, you know, we sell it or them and it's public. So I'm going to say we're going to sell both. I I really do think both will sell easily. So apologies for that coyness, but it's necessary. Yeah. So here we are back at it. We're literally tomorrow night. You're coming up to Ojai. We're spending the night in a hotel so we can just totally focus on work for like 36 hours. Yes. So here we go. Yeah. Vacation is over, Sarah. Oh, well. Coming up, Sarah has been getting hypnotized. More on that after the break. Liz, there is nothing I love more than having a delicious meal that I didn't have to cook, which is why I have been getting no prep, no mess meals from Factor. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like calorie smart, protein plus, and keto. Factor's 
fresh, never frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great tasting meals. Last night, I had blackened salmon with broccoli and with cauliflower rice. It was so delicious. It was the perfect dinner. Head to factormeals.com slash HIH50 and use code HIH50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code HIH50 at factormeals.com slash HIH50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Okay, Liz, it's time for Take a Hike, in which we discuss mental, physical, and spiritual health. And today it's mental health, specifically hypnotherapy. Okay, so I want to know everything. You've been doing this. I want to know start to finish all of it. Okay, so I know it sounds really woo-woo, but it's kind of amazing. Uh, I was referred to this hypnotherapist by my psychiatrist. I was like, the Wellbutrin is great. I need more. (laughs) (laughs) She was like, try this hypnotherapist. Her thing was that just a few sessions with a hypnotherapist can be like many months of talk therapy. And I was like, "Mm, you know, I really like talk therapy. I'm super into my talk therapy, but okay, I'll try it. So I did. I don't know that I agree that three sessions is the equivalent to multiple talk therapy sessions, but what's interesting about it is it really starts with talk therapy. Mm. Like you sit down with your hypnotherapist and kind of have a talk therapy session, and then she, in my case, takes that information, and then you lay down in like the most comfortable chair and close your eyes and put a lavender pillow over your eyes and like get into this deeply relaxed state And she communicates to you as you're in that state all of the things that will help you move forward in a more positive way. So I think of it as like meditation. It's like deep, wonderful meditation. So my question is, so it's not like you're looking at like a pendulum swinging or something to go into hypnosis. Like how do you get into the state of deep relaxation? Okay, well, the first session with her, she did some exercises with me to find out how, I don't know if susceptible is the right word, but yeah, you know, how easy it was to put me in a hypnotic state, which, by the way, is not like you're then going to do whatever it is she tells you to do. You're not going to start barking like a dog. (laughs) Right, exactly. And you're never totally lacking in consciousness, you know, like I'm aware of what she's saying. I'm just like so relaxed. So she does some exercises. And then once she knows that, she kind of knows how to talk you into the hypnotic state. But it's really just talking and you just go with it. And then you're like, oh, I'm so relaxed. I have to mention at this point that one of the real housewives of Dubai did hypnotherapy on the show and she felt it it was hugely helpful and she said it lifted a major load off her shoulders and she felt totally changed by it. Yes, I definitely have experienced a more positive outlook, I would say, like an ability to focus more on the positive than on the negative. Since I started doing it, I've done it three times, I think. Um, I'm going to do it at least four. Like, it's been really, really good for me. So I think people often are like, meh, hypnotherapy, that's weird. Or like, I don't want to be hypnotized. And you should certainly find somebody reputable, like get a good reference. But I think it's 
really good. Really, really pro hypnotherapy now. <laughs> wow, I am. I'm. I really want to try it. I oh, well, you because you know I love sound baths, and I feel like it's in the same world in terms of relaxation yes. through sound because it's yes. really her voice that's kind of making you relaxed. I yeah, I would go with that. I agree. Yes, I, I mean I've never felt more relaxed than when I'm in that hypnotic state. And then when you come out of it, I'm just like, oh, I feel like I'm melting. <laughs> yeah. Do you feel like you need a nap after? Or do you feel energized? What do you feel or drained? Like, what do you feel afterward? No, you feel great afterwards. Like you come out of it and like, I just feel like completely light and relaxed and good. Wow. What could be bad about that? <laughs> I mean, nothing. This is a, right? this is a great recommendation. My hypnotherapist is in Camarillo, Liz. So if you want to drive up, you can go see her. Otherwise, you'll have to find someone closer. I'm very tempted. She sounds amazing. Does she have a great voice? That's my last question. Yes, she has a great voice. And she sort of tempers the tone of her voice. Mm. It's it's it is almost musical. Like you're talking about the sound bath. There is a musicality to it. It's really lovely. Mm, Sounds like it. Okay, Sarah, it is now time for hits and bombs because Hollywood is all about big hits and big bombs, of course. Yes. So, Liz, let's start with your bomb. Okay, so my bomb coming off of our treadmill desk um, is that I did not do all of the stuff I wanted to do during our now finished downtime. (laughs) This is a very familiar story. I've probably given myself this bomb before. I'm sure we've talked about it before. But it's like there are just certain things I really wanted to do. I was looking forward to doing. I visualized myself doing. I should have gone to hypnotherapy, clearly, at the beginning of our time and had my focus be on getting done what I wanted to get done. Well, now I actually (laughs) have a list of like very particular things that I did not get done, which I will read. And there's more, but this was like the top six. (laughs) Okay. So I didn't organize my office. All I have wanted is to organize my office for when we dive back in so that I feel like a outer order intercom. Yes. And, and, and so I know where things are. So I have all my ring lights charged and ready and all of that. Didn't do it. Didn't put up my new mic arm. Like I have a new arm for my mic. Oh, I have that on my list as a matter of fact. It's number four. Okay. So I didn't <laughs> organize my office. I didn't clean my closet. That was another thing I wanted to do. It's a bit of a disaster. Did not, and this is a big one, clean my bathroom counter. My bathroom counter is insane. Like it looks like I've just, every product I've ever owned is out and situated on the counter. So I didn't do that. Didn't, as I said, set up my new microphone arm, which I need for podcasting. I didn't get Fraxel again. So, Sarah, you'll remember I got this procedure called Fraxel where they laser your face and it takes off skin and it leaves this wonderful new skin behind. But it takes a week to recover from because your skin is, like, really gross and peeling. And during our downtime when we were not having Zooms with executives would have been the absolute perfect time to do it. Now that we are going to be having a million Zooms and like going to lunch and doing these things, I absolutely cannot do it. So now it's been put off for at least eight (laughs) to 10 months. 
And then, Sarah, this is something that I have been wanting to do since you were in Minnesota over the pandemic, yes. which is read the book Alaska by James Mishner. Because you know, one of my favorite all-time books is Hawaii. Yes. And you were in Minnesota and you said, oh my gosh, one of the books on the nightstand is Alaska. It's huge. And it's huge. <laughs> and I said, oh my gosh, I haven't read it. I'm or I'm getting it right now. I ordered it. I have it. And I've been like, this is the biggest treat to myself that I'm going to read this when I have the time. I'm just going to lay in bed and read Alaska uh. and it's going to be the best. And I, did I crack it? No, I have not cracked it. <laughs> so... These are just a few things, but yeah. as I said, I've been sitting on the couch playing Two Dots and listening to podcasts. I mean, both are reasonable, I don't know about the Two Dots, but a, a reasonable use of your time. You are a podcaster. Yeah. The podcasts you listen to play into the work we're doing often. Yes, but the thing is, I could have listened to a podcast and been organizing my office. I could have, everything I want to do, aside from like the reading, I could have also been listening to a podcast. Even getting Fraxel, I could have listened to a podcast <laughs> while getting Fraxel. <laughs> okay, true. <laughs> so anyway, that's me. How about you? What is your hit? Oh, my hit is for Anna, my stepmom, who is just like the most wonderful human being. Right before Violet started school, we got a box in the mail totally unexpectedly from Anna. And and it's, you know, a fairly large box. I opened it and there's a sign at the very top that says, stop, <laughs> do not open until you've read the back of this piece of paper. So I flip over the piece of paper and Violet's there because it's addressed to both of us. And Violet's like, what are we doing? I want to get into the box, you know. Huh. And so Anna wrote these directions that basically say every day there are a bunch of gifts in here, small gifts. And every day Violet can get a blindfold for her eyes. She has sleep masks, so she just uses that. And every day she can draw two little gifts from this box and it lasted oh. for like two and a half weeks there were so many fun things in there from squishies to a, an adult coloring book of cats which violet loves to like an apron a beach towel i mean i can't even remember all the little things like a cute little chili necklace little envelopes with some cash in them violet liked those <laughs> of course she was like oh it's five dollars it was just such a clever thing to do and i thought it would be a, a fun thing to do before the holidays mm. if you have a kid or a grandkid who would like something like that it was so thoughtful and sweet which i mean anna is like the most thoughtful person in the world but i just loved it and violet had so much fun you know what it reminds me of, and I, I love this idea, and I love this other idea, when Eliza, my niece, went to college, Gretchen and her sister Eleanor made her, I think they called it a blues bag. Aww. And it was a similar thing where they gave her a bag with a whole bunch of things that were wrapped, like little things like you're saying, little notepads, a journal, fun sticky pads, I don't know what all, pens, Um and then whenever she felt blue or homesick, she could open something. Because, you know, it's always nice to have something to open, right? It makes yeah. you feel loved. So it's a very similar idea. Yes. That was sort of open as needed. This is open to a day. But what I love about it is since Violet is being homeschooled, so that's an exciting journey. Yeah. 
it's great that like this transition from summer into the school year. Yes. And it made the start of every day super fun. And then by the time she was done, she's used to now having school and not just getting to do summer stuff. Yes, exactly. Uh, This reminds me, this is not part of our segment that we planned, but just talking about things that mark the day. I got a little school bell that I hung outside and we ring it at the beginning and the end of every day. And it's like so cute. That is adorable. I love it. I totally love our school bell. (laughs) That is adorable. You have to send me a picture of that. I will. I will. Or you can see it tomorrow when you come up here before yes, we get Yes, I will see it with my own eyes tomorrow. <sighs> okay, so that's a school hack if you happen to be homeschooling, but we have a Hollywood hack <laughs> coming yes. up after this break. <laughs> okay, Sarah, it is time for this week's Hollywood hack. And as you said in the intro, it's sort of an addendum to another hack we had. So... <laughs> The original hack was to use a ring light when you're having a Zoom meeting. So as we all know, once the pandemic kicked in, many, many vast majority of meetings in all industries moved to Zoom. And of course, you want to look decent in these meetings and having a ring light, everyone realized, made a huge difference. However, This came with a problem attached, a problem that has been vexing me for (laughs) months, if not now years, which is the reflection of the ring light in your glasses. Yes, it is really unpleasant to have that like circle in your eyes. And then also you, it creates this sort of cycle of like, oh, I don't like how that feels. And I don't like how that looks because I'm looking at myself and I can see the circle. It's just like a thing you don't want to be distracted by in a meeting. Yes. And you know that people notice because I see other people's ring lights in their glasses. So I know it's not just like, oh, nobody will even notice. Everybody sees it. Yes. So Gretchen, who also can get vexed by such things in her world, told me that the trick to this is to have two ring lights. So neither is in the front. They're both on the side. So you have one on the left of your screen and one on the right of your screen. And then you're better lit and you don't get the ring light. So I you don't bought get the ring light loop or whatever. The, the on your ring glasses. light <laughs> reflection, yes. yes, circle in your glasses. <laughs> so now I was going to try this for the first time today, but I forgot about the fact that my computer only has one input for a ring light, you know, to, uh. to be plugged into the computer. And I say this because I want to remind everybody else of this as well, which means I have to find a way to have the second ring light actually plugged in, which I, is not hard, but just is something I have to wrangle. And the good news is they're, they're not expensive ring lights. Right. They're totally reasonable. You can get a good ring light for like 20 bucks or under. Yeah. And I think for what they provide, it's one of those things where I feel like what they provide is so much more than what they cost. They really make a difference in how you look and not seeming like you're just in the dark, you know, in a dark, shadowy room talking. Well, as an overbuyer, two being better than one is... (laughs) 
totally comfortable for me. <laughs> but true. for underbuyers like you, <laughs> yes, it's good to know that it's really worth it. Yes. Now, so again, I'm not sure when the first episode will be where I have my ring light set up with Gretchen, but we do record Happier on video. So if you go watch Happier on YouTube, you'll be able to see me with my two ring lights and see how amazing I'm going to look and how I'm not going to have that uh, awful reflection. Nice. All right. That is it for this episode of Happier in Hollywood. For questions or comments, email us or send us a voice memo to happierinhollywood at gmail.com. Thanks for listening and please follow us if you haven't already. Thanks to our executive producer, Chuck Reed, and everyone at Sancola Sound. You can follow them on Instagram at Sancola Sound. Thanks to everyone at Cadence 13. And as always, thank you to Gretchen Rubin. Happier in Hollywood is part of the Onward Project. Listen to the other Onward Project podcasts, Happier with Gretchen Rubin, Side Hustle School, Do the Thing with Whole30's Melissa Urban, and Everything Happens with Kate Bowler. Get in touch. I'm on Instagram at S. Fain and Liz is at Liz Craft. We also have a Facebook group. Search for Happier in Hollywood on Facebook to join in on the conversation. Until next week, I'm Liz Craft. And I'm Sarah Fain. Thanks for joining us. It's a fun job. And we enjoy it. Sarah, speaking of organizing my office and us getting back to work, so I just put away the card table that I had set up in my office for two years for when we pitched Fantasy Island oh my to God. Fox so that I could have a pretty <laughs> background. Um, and, of course, now I'm like, got to get get out yep. the card table that put I just, that sucker back just up, Liz. put away two years <laughs> later. So this is why I don't put things away because then you just there have you to get them back out. From the Onward Project.